Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the 60 Minute Meal podcast. And I am your moderator, just a guy from 215, with my team of co hosts, Nandy B, Sammy Sam from Trinbago, and Mikey D out there on the West Coast. But I'm also privileged to have my fluid panel of intellectuals. I see you. Go ahead and get situated. Quit looking at me. I hear you. I hear you. Let's get ready to make a feast of this. All our listeners, let's go. Have a seat. Get situated. Let's nibble on this. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back to the table of the 60 Minute Meal podcast. Hey, family. Once again, it is so good to break some bread with you all. And like we do now every episode, we're going to do a gratitude attitude check at the table. So Nandy B, I'm leading with you. What are you grateful for on today as we head into the weekend? I'm grateful today because my knees was hurting me so bad. And something I sent away for for my knees came, the knee sleeve. Oh, I feel great now. I'm good. I'm grateful for that. All righty. Okay, now. Okay, now. Mikey D, what say you, young fella? Let's see. Today I had a COVID test because you can hear I got this little cold. That went, came back negative. They ran checks on my heart. My heart rate is up. I had laser surgery on my left eye. So I, I had a very eventful day and everything came out as well as could be as could be prayed for. So I'm thankful for God's blessing on my life today. Okay, very much. Very good. Very good. Sammy yeah. Sam. Gratitude attitude check. Talk to me, honey. Um, I put in with the VA to work on getting my disability percentage up. Um, I've got my appointment scheduled for next week. So we're hoping we'll be able to get that up. I'm just grateful I was able to get my appointment so quick. That's good. That's good. Hey, we all know that the VA can have some red tape, but I'm glad that things are working out and there's a robust thing in place so you can get seen and get screened properly in a timely manner. Patricia. Amen. Patricia, Patricia. What are you grateful for going into the weekend, my dear? I am just uh, grateful for stability. I think in the climate of the world and everything that we read, um, we're constantly being, you know, uh, thrown into what we should be doing. But I'm just grateful that, you know, I'm able to share this comfort that unfortunately others cannot. So I'm grateful for, for peace and for stability. Yes, I like that. I like that. Denise, young lady, great yes. gratitude, attitude check. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah, I am. I have to be honest. Today is a, it's a better day. Um, I had a, um, one of my sorority sisters passed away um, it was suddenly to most people, but she had been sick. And so just trying to process that, it was a rough day yesterday. Um, today I am doing better. So I am grateful 
for the ability to pay attention to my own feelings and emotions and know when I need to take a minute and take a pause and then come right back and do what I need to do. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Young yes. lady, what say you? Yes. I'm grateful once again for life, for my family and for having such a peaceful day today. I took a break from homework. Well, I'm all caught up. Just grateful to have a day of rest and peace and I'll do some more work on tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Right on, right on. So I'm going to lean in. Um, I am grateful to see another day, but it's been a rough week for me because my brother in Arlington, Tennessee, he put his mother in, uh, in the grave yesterday. Mm. And um, yeah, you know, there's Ooh, real, you know, yeah, yeah, there's real love with Craig and I, and um, he put his mother's, his, his mother's body to rest in Mississippi. So dealing with that, but also knowing that I know that she's not suffering anymore and he's just going to do like we all have to do with loss, figure out how to live with the great memories, but also understand that tomorrow you're going to be walking without that person with you physically. Mm, mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, I'm a little heavy in the heart, but I'm thankful that I'm present with you all. I am. Mm -hmm. Ray, Ray. Gratitude, attitude check, Ray. What you got? I'm going to tell you what I'm grateful for. Heat. It is cold <laughs> out that joint, <job>, man. Listen, <laughs> man. I just went outside. Went to the store, Amen on man. that. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel for y'all. It's seventy-seven degrees here in San well, Jose. Nice. Oh, very bless nice. your heart. Very oh, nice. Man. Very nice. Do See, not, do not put that out there. Do not no. rub it in, because I will mic. I said I feel for, for you. I, I don't care. I don't care. You rub it in. I will mic. I will exactly. uh, delete your mic. That's like you my mom when they're talking about it's cold and it's sixty-five in Florida. I'm like, I'm really not trying to hear that. <laughs> Ooh, do you want to trade? <laughs> Oh, I take goodness. that. Oh, if it's I cold out here, would that make y'all feel better? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. No, yes. no, no. I would. I wouldn't feel better. Everybody saying, "Yeah." I would just. I would we just feel your pain. <laughs> That's all. A, you want I'm a low key misery love company, huh? I, I, yeah. No, no, no. I'm a low key hater. So, like, you're not good out there. I'm hating on you right now because it's freezing over here. Like this, uh, <laughs> where, where you at, Ray? Ridiculous, Philly, and it's cold. It's yeah, it's cold brisk. It's brick. Yeah. It's there's cold, there's freezing, and then there's brick. In mm, forty two, where I and, am, and it's brick outside. Yes, it That's is. Awesome. The Hulk is out there, and he is smashing. It is. It is. <laughs> but let me get into some four hardcore facts for the day. Okay, and whatever you hear, you heard it here first. All right. Number one. Connections should be measured by quality because you can be amongst a lot of people and feel alone. Yeah. Yet be around a few people and feel that you can conquer the world. True. Number True. two, number two, everyone doesn't deserve the best versions of you. Yeah. True. Life is Why all about. Why do you say that? 
Why do you say that? Because depending on your audience, the capacity changes. You got Correct. some people, you got some people who you just shoot the shooby dooby with. Yep. I disagree with that because I think it has nothing to do with the audience. You should be the best version of you because of who you are, not based on what your audience is. Uh, nope. Nope. Sometimes you give what you get. Thank yes, you. Yes, you Thank do. You. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. you do. Okay, I, I just disagree with that. Right on, right I on. We, I respect that you push back. Right on, right on. Number three, busy is the ego's way of disguising reality. Yes. Okay. Keeping, keeping busy in order to evade problems, that's fool's gold. I read that today. In a way. Because what I, you don't I address. Agree with that. Yeah, because what you don't address will eventually address you. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a way, it's also a way of making yourself seem important when really no one cares. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he came with that one. Uh, oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that, <laughs> Senator Mikey D. Thank you for that. Not a not a problem. <laughs> Free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, number four. A a major sign of growth is change in appetite. Because yeah, what yeah, you don't yeah, desire yeah. anymore forges your newfound direction. Yeah. A major sign mm-hmm. of change. Okay. All right. So we're going to get right into the appetizer because the appetizers I have are beliefs and values. Okay. That is the appetizer for the evening. I believe that beliefs and values are two separate entities. Who would agree with that? Or who would disagree with that? Beliefs and values are two separate entities. Explain that, could you, sir? I disagree with you because you know what? There's so many different cultures, value system. Value system is not like ours. Okay? And your... Beliefs? To me, I think they're the same thing. Yeah, and a lot of cultures, they go together. Right, but but we're we're not talking a lot of cultures. We're talking how you see it. Okay. Can you believe it. in can you believe in something that you don't value? Yes. And can you and can you value something that you don't believe in? Yeah. Yes, 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 I believe yes, you, you can. can. Yes, you so can. so I'm a, I'm gonna stick my that. I'm gonna stick my fork in first. So <laughs> so I look at values as the bedrock of what your life is built on. Mm-hmm. And okay. I look at I look at beliefs as opinions that guide you to and through curious paths and chapters, which often change. Mm -hmm. What say you, Mikey D? I think your beliefs are your foundation, are your core values. Okay, 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 all right. What you think, Denise? I'm trying to tie it um, all together. I definitely think beliefs are more than opinions because a belief is something that's intrinsic. It's it's yeah, something that you um, that kind of drives you to do to do what you do. Um, and I think that that the beliefs and the value system might kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. 
Um, It's it's really hard in my mind to separate the two Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. value what you believe in Mm -hmm. and you believe in the things that you value. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I think I think they go. I think they go hand in hand. Okay, Sugar Ray. Yes, sir. Well, to me, it it depends on the situation that you're talking about. You know, what I mean, like as far as like I'm a man of faith, not a man of religion. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I believe. And a lot of the things that religions talk about, but I don't value what they stand for. Right. You know what I mean? So you think more relationship than religion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're talking relationships, then it's the value of the relationship. Like, that's a, it, it's like a slippery slope. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's a, it, it's like a, a um, well, the reason why I say that is because people will tell you people who have all their rigid value, all their rigid beliefs in Christianity, just think speaking spiritually, God is more interested in a relationship with you than all of these do's and don'ts. So that's why mm-hmm. I say relationship. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, you get what I'm saying. So I, I feel like that that's what where I believe in, you know, because it, it fits it fits me, my, my me personally. Right. Right. Okay. You know, okay. I, I can believe in what I want to believe in, and don't have Correct. to follow all your rules. Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. Appreciate that, Sugar Ray. But to that shy. All right. So I I agree that that and uh these words do kind of mimic each other, but. You know, it's kind of like when we put fact behind something. I think values is an idea. We can all come together and know that if we work hard and, you know, we can achieve these things that that we have value in, that we know that we're trying to get there. But the belief of knowing self, and I know that it, it carries, you know, all these notions and ideas, but the belief for me is in trusting that that I'm able to, find my people, you know, I believe that I can, you know, produce X amount of work and make sure that I get to my goals. And the values are basically what keeps me running and ticking to achieve these things. So even though they may be very similar, we all have different, you know, views. And that's where the value system comes into play and it changes for everybody else because we may not all value the same thing. Um, And our belief system is what drives that. Right. Okay. Sammy, Sam. I believe your, I believe they go hand in hand. Number one, I believe your values are what you start off with from your family. You know, that's what they instill in you, you know, and your beliefs are what you start to form as an individual. So some of the values that you're, what you're instilled with from your family, you may actually start to walk away from as you form different beliefs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, so in so in essence, you start making your own value system. Yes. You know, as you now come with your own beliefs. I respect that. 
I respect that. But you start with the basics from your family. Okay. 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 Appreciate that. Stephanie, stick your fork in this. Yes, I I agree. Values and beliefs, they do go hand in hand. I value my faith, my family, my friendships. And my belief system is I believe in God, but the faith is another part. Like, like the young man said, not religious. I'm very spiritual. So that's a big part of my belief. Okay. Okay. So an example of values for me is my life is my life is saturated and built on love. That's my value. Okay. Beliefs. I used to think that all fatty foods were bad for my body, but I changed my diet and I see how my body has improved with fatty foods added to it. So my beliefs have changed because I read books to challenge my beliefs. But the but common I, denominator is your body that's Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, I'm not, I'm not done. I read books to to question and challenge my beliefs on all levels, all levels, A through Z. But I seek, I seek fellowship, friendly association to edify or improve my values and my value system. Yes. So that's why I don't believe value is pseudo for beliefs and I don't believe beliefs is pseudo for value. Anybody can so, so so in other words, beliefs can be changed, but values can't. Right. Cause I like I said early on, I believe that values are the bedrock of what your life is built on. Mm -hmm. The bedrock of it. And your beliefs, that's trial and error. Mm -hmm. They can change. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like we all we well, a lot of us served in the military. So we believed a lot of the stuff that you got taught in basic training. But when you got to your unit, you seen it was totally different mm -hmm. than what it was. Yeah, right. them core but, values, those but core, the values core values were like honor, courage, commitment. And then you saw some people who didn't have no honor, didn't have no courage, <laughs> you know, and show no commitment. You're right about that. But then you lose you lose respect for them. You don't necessarily change what your core values are. You just lose respect for people who don't honor them. This right, is right, true. right, right. You have right. Your beliefs their color device. Right, but you don't have to respect you them. Respect you just have them. to respect the you respect the position they hold, but not them. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Because I have plenty of leaders that I respected their position, but I didn't respect the person. Exactly. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So let's rank them. Let's rank them. Beliefs over values or values over beliefs? I think values are over beliefs. Nandy B? Um, you know, I'm the um, controversy one. Okay. Okay. I, I, uh, it depends on where you are. I saw a documentary on Saudi Arabia today. Okay. And, and um, their values, you can't hold each other. You can't hug each but, other. But, but, but Nandy, 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 but Nandy, I'm talking about yours. Like how I'm you see you, it. I, I, 
my value system, I could go someplace else and it may not be accepted. Okay? That's what but I'm it won't saying. change if they're still your values. I know, but guess what? If I if I was in Saudi Arabia and I held your hand, they oh, would put Lord. me in jail. Okay. I, we, we, we but get if, all if, of but that. if I'm in my own skin, if I'm in my own skin doing my thing with people that I know, okay, I'm good. Okay. Okay, so, but right. Okay. But in, in the in the West, in the West where we are. <laughs> In the West, so what, you got people in the West okay, but I'm, I'm asking have, you, Nandy B, Nandy B, Nandy B. This is not what? we're not we're not talking about how people see it around the world. I'm talking about you right now in your home, beautiful home, sitting down with a bottle of water in your hand and your feet up and your knee <coughs> sleeve on your knee. I do said you rank, it again. Do you, do you do you rank beliefs over values or values over beliefs? You. Just you, not how people see the world. You. I'm saying that my value system is good. I've had people live in my house that didn't like my value system. Okay? <laughs> but I'm still, I don't, I, you got to be who you are, wherever you are and however you are. In my, in my, in my, in my spirit, I'm a beautiful, wonderful person. Yeah. I, I try to do loving things. That's a part of my value system. Yes. Okay, but yes. hey, that value system goes up against other people as well. Right, but I'm, I'm asking. Not saying Paul, one, I'm Paul, not saying one is question? better than the other. If you're no. using it, use it. We're not. We're not talking about one better. We're saying rank them. Just rank them. I can't them. rank either one of them. Okay, okay. So what you so you saying that both of them are side by side? No, you use them whenever you can. Okay, I use Could my I value question, system Paul? wherever Mikey I can. Mikey D, Mikey D, go for it. Go. For it. So if you were going to say somebody was, if you had, say you had a, a, you're a deal breaker for you, right? Right. If somebody disrespected your beliefs or your values, which one would be the deal breaker for you? My values. I concur. See, I don't see, I, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, see. Right. I'm, I'm at a. Can I say something? Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, Denise. Just wait, wait. Go ahead, Denise. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think they're the. For me, they're the same. Okay. They're the same. Okay. So I rank them equally, because okay. I, I don't see them as separate. I think okay. that the things that I value, I think over years, over time, as I've gotten older, things I value things differently. And so my belief changes when my values change. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Patricia, how do you rank wow. it? Do you rank beliefs over values or values over beliefs? Um, we're forever changing. And I think our value system as well as our beliefs are changing on facts and what we experience. And because we're consistently changing, right? Nothing is set in stone. So I don't want to trump one over the other. And it's all, you know, it changes with, with people, time, and circumstance. Okay. Okay. I but most that. people do have deal breakers and things that, that, that some things that you can't tolerate, regardless of the circumstances, they, they, they just are. Most people, they have they, uh, almost a concrete belief in things. And that's why I asked the question, which one is of more impact to you? The disrespect of your beliefs or your values? I just throw but, it out there. 
That's what I was about to say because you got you got a lot of people that value their beliefs. You understand what I'm saying? So you're they're, saying they're simultaneous. Yes, like all right, I'm Muslim. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then okay. you have those those you have those Muslims that are extremists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? they value their beliefs. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. They, they're to the nothing comes before this and nothing comes before that, you know, then their value is in their beliefs. Okay. So, you know, it, 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 it's like I say, it's, it's, it's how you look at it. You can't separate the two. Okay. You can't separate the two. Okay. Okay. Right on, right on. Did I forget anybody? Yeah, me. Oh yeah. Sammy Sam, I cannot forget about you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you rank them if you do or don't? Beliefs over values, values over beliefs, or is it a standoff? I put values over beliefs. And that's just for me. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Because I put so much, you know, of how I carry myself on how I was raised, on, you know, how you know, my grandparents raised me, you know, how, you know, how my grandmother was around me, how I was raised, especially in Trinidad, you know, how, a, you know, a child was expected to behave and act, you know, around adults. And, <coughs> you know, it, it, to this day, you know, just in just the way I know how to behave, you know, from the values that I was taught as a child, you know, and I hold very much to those values, you know, you know, the raising as I was raised in Trinidad, that I just cannot ever put those, you know, I hold so dear to them. So for me, that will always be because that's the core of me. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, you know, I'm in the same boat as you, Sammy, Sam, you know, definitely. But I thank everybody for their add-in and thank you for your input into how we view beliefs over values or vice versa. Yes. Okay. Let's get to the main course, shall we? The topic of the night is knowing what you know about you means what to you. And I'm going to put my fork in this meal first. Okay. Buckle up because here we go. So knowing what I know about me, it means to me that um, I'm an introvert as well as an extrovert. So therefore, I'm an ambivert. Intellect intrigues me. So therefore, I'm sapiosexual. Personality traits arouse me instead of breasts, big lips, hips, and booty. So therefore, I'm demisexual. I disagree with the majority. So therefore, I'm a natural contrarian. I'm highly opinionated. I'm not easily offended. I'm a lone wolf. I have a secure attachment style. I'm very much into myself. Like, I love me some me. Like, seriously. Thank you, T.O. Yes, thank you, T.O. Shout out to T.O. I live an altruistic life. I'm all about serving. What does that mean? I'm all about serving. I put people before myself. That's what 
Dolly and Paul taught me, and that's who I am today. And the military also emboldened that in me to give back. So outside of that uniform, outside of being a kid, I carry that mantle with me everywhere I go. So uh, dealing without can I, ask a, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is that somewhat because you said that you 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 love me some me right? Mm-hmm. But then you said you put people over yourself. Isn't that kind of contradictory? No, it's not. Hmm. Okay. Because loving me some me ensures me that I don't discount myself, that I don't shrink myself to fit into somebody else's shortcoming. Okay. Also, uh, I think I'm difficult to date. I think I'm a difficult date only because I'm not coming into a situation wounded. I don't have mommy issues. I don't have daddy issues, nor am I coming in to be the savior of your life either. And after saying all of that, <laughs> I remain with a men at work construction sign at the forefront of my world and my life because I'm still laying concrete. I'm still paving roads in my life. So uh, that's just, just a guy from the 215 era code giving his struthers on knowing what I know about me. What does that mean to me? I just spelled it out. But I'm going to you Sammy Sam, knowing what you know about you means what to you? It means that I am not a, I, I, I'm a work in progress. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing I could, I, I could say. I am a work in progress. You know, I know myself, mm-hmm. you know, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm bad at. You know, I know the things that I need to improve on. You know, I know where I've made my mistakes. You know, I've I know I've made a few mistakes a couple of times, and I'm that I'm making trying to make sure I don't make those mistakes again. Right. You know, because that's the just the the definition of insanity. And I, you know, after I made a mistake twice, I was like, okay, and that that's that's insanity right there. We need to fix that. So knowing what I know about myself is that I am far from a perfect person, but I am a good person, you know, and I am a good person. I know I'm a good person. I know I'm a person worthy of love. Right. And I will not accept anything but the best of another person. Solid, solid. Okay. Okay, right on. Mikey D, what say you? Let's see. I'm a very loyal and honest person to a fault. In other words, if you ask me something right, I will take into consideration your feelings. But if I care about you, I'm going to tell you the truth, even though it may temporarily hurt your feelings so to speak because I care enough about you to get beyond the fact that you may be temporarily hurt but you need to know this 
by the same token, I can receive constructive criticism without taking it offensively. I have a I have an addictive personality. And in that, and when I say that, that that can be any anything that I do, I do somewhat to excess. And I and I I scare myself sometimes with that trade in me, but it it is a trade of mine that I've tried to take some semblance of control of. And I have, but it, but it, but it, I'm, but I'm human. So I do slip. Right. I know I have a, I know I have a lot of faults, but I'm honest with myself. Like I said, honesty is that where we were talking about core and beliefs. Right. Honesty is the singular most important thing to me in life. Because if you, if, if I can't, be honest and open and real with you, then I can't have a relationship or interaction with you. And that's why I have to be open and honest with myself about myself so that I can have a genuine relationship with myself. Because if I can't be true to me, I can't be true to anybody else. Roger that. Roger that. Denise, I'm coming to you, young lady. What you got? Knowing myself. Um, I am an open book. I share a lot of what happens with me because it helps me to feel, um, it helps me to feel good when I can share things that I've gone through, my stories. Um, it allows people to share with me as well because then it allows them to be vulnerable and transparent. Um, I am patient. I am loving. I am kind. I am extremely observant. I procrastinate. I see people beyond what is on the surface. I am interested in people on a very deep level. I am late a lot. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Um, I love who I am with every flaw. I love who I am. And, um, I can say that with the ultimate confidence because I am now 51. I have already experienced, I'm in the third quarter of life. <coughs> um, and so I've been to the halftime show. I, I know like now I've been I in the like locker room. I know I like what that. to do. I already I like know how that. the first half went. So right. I now can get my playbook together for the second half. Solid, solid. And the second like half that. is going to be greater. So I am excited about who I am, about knowing myself. Um, I am still learning and I love learning. I love being a student of life. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's me. In a nutshell, with with all the imperfections, um, and and I'm excited about her. Sweet, sweet. Thank you for that. Thank you so much, uh -huh. Nandy B. Okay, I'm a very simplistic person. Okay, I only have two energies in life. Either you're right or you're wrong. I don't have time for the middle. What's outside of that? I'm in the center. Okay. I guess my age has brought me to that point because I've been through so much at an early age. And now I'm at this age of, of peace and love, 
joy and happiness because that's how I feel about me. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Nanny B. Thank you so much. Patricia, knowing what you know about well, you. Uh, well, I guess here it is. Right? So I come from really humble beginnings. I come from a broken home from immigrants that, you know, gave so much of themselves to forge, you know, our future ahead that nearly, you know, damaged us in the process. Uh, I come from, uh, you know, having a father that was absentee who uh, made 23 kids from different women. I'm one of them. And from a mom that couldn't handle life. Um, so she self-soothed and she passed away at 37. I come from a grandmother that um, first was Catholic, Christian, Pentecostal, and then Jehovah Witness, which I guess is, is why it's difficult to say that belief and values are the same or that they don't change because every religion taught me that we all have the same beliefs, but our values are different. And as I learned that um, as a Jehovah Witness, you can't give blood and you would let your people, your family, like uh, leave if they weren't part of the religion. I also changed my belief system and how I conducted what I valued, right? And through life, I've been a lot of people. I've been the broken bird. I bring, I've been the healer. I've been angry. I've been kind of like a, a little bit of everybody that wronged me because we learned those traits. But I transmuted it. I wanted to be everything that I didn't have, even to parenting. I wanted to be the mother that I didn't have, right? And um, right, right. You get here, and and you're you know you're soft because you you're able to see that we're all just struggling to make it to the next level. So I learned serenity to accept the things I cannot change. I learned courage to change the things that I can, right. and wisdom to know the difference. So I'm mm -hmm. gentler with others and myself. You know, I'm unlearning and relearning as many times as necessary. And um, I'm trying to be more disciplined and consistent with solutions, you know, based approach on the things of life as opposed to the judgmental or frustrated. So like everybody, just learning and applying and, and loving me through every stage. Nice, nice. Patricia, thank you so much. Thank you. Stephanie, I'm coming yeah. to you, young lady. Yeah. This was a part of our home with the other night. Um, yes, I had, I wrote about myself. I, I'm not going to read that, though, but I'll just go from off my head. I'm a faithful, loving, kind person, spiritual. I'm a giver. I was, my mother said I was, all my life, since I was a little girl, I've always been such a giver and faithful and kind to people. I'm a devoted person. I know I'm good to people. I love to help people. I guess that's why I'm in the behavioral health field now. I love myself. I love, the, I'm at the age of 52 now. I raised three beautiful children. Almost the whole time I was, most of the time I was single raising these children, but they turned out to be pretty good. Thank God for that. Um, what else? With all, with all that I've been through, I can honestly say I'm just, I'm just grateful and thankful. That's the kind of person I am. Okay. I appreciate that. Stephanie, Sugar Ray. Oh, man. Well, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm a soldier. A little bit, please. I'm a soldier. Battle scars. I'm a brother. 
You know, I'm a solid father. I'm a good man with bad habits. Little broken, but I'm fixing myself at the same time. That's about it. Okay. And what, okay. Oh, what, that, what that means to me, it helps me deal with a lot of other things within myself. Like, I know I got demons and I can recognize them and I can deal with them better than I used to. Okay. Hey, I want to thank everybody for their fragility and for their vulnerability at the table. I truly thank you for that. So as we get to a little side dish here, with everything that has been discussed, values, beliefs, who we are based on what we are. Riddle me this, Batman. Outside of our titles and our tangible things, who are we? Who are we really outside of titles and tangible things? And this is what my brain is leaking at the moment. I think we are we are hurt. You know, that's evident, right? I think we live in a society of people are scared. You got cowards around us. You got martyrs around you. We got fragmented people around us. We got selfish people around us. We have ignorant people around us. We have ugly spirited people around us at times. And we have people around us who are purposely blind to what doesn't, to what they don't agree with. Sometimes we are fake with ourselves and to others. And sometimes we're just hard to love sometimes. So Nandy B, what say you? As I riddle off those things, who are we minus the tangible things and the titles? Well, I think life is a big theater and we all have different roles that we play in different stages and ages of life. But as you, as we go through these roles in life, no matter if it's good or bad, you always find out what you're made out of and who you are and what you can tolerate and what you can't. And you have to have a center. And in that center, that center it's either your core of who you are, what you are, and how you are, regardless of what's going on. Okay. Thank you for that, Nandy B. Sammy Sam. Who are we? Minus the titles, minus the tangible things, minus the accomplishments. Who are we? In your eyes. So are we, it's, it's who are we in general or who are we as me, the, my, myself? Who are we in general? Through your eyes. We are all individuals just trying to make it. <laughs> Facts. You know, we are all just trying to make it day by day on this earth that we have been put on. You know, some of us are trying to do the best that we can. You know, some of us are, you know, are struggling. You know, 
and some of us are, you know, living in, you know, everything that has been placed in front of us and, you know, are taking it all in and being able, you know, to fully participate in this thing called life, right. you know, but everybody has different circumstances, different situations, you know, and different reasons why we are all at this at this time, you know, in the situation that we are in. Okay. Okay. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I'm going to you, Denise. I'm sitting here on my couch and um, in the corner of my chair, and I'm thinking about this question because I'm sitting here, I'm in a space in life where I've accomplished a lot. I've been in spaces and scenarios where I struggled a lot. Um, and I remember when I struggled, you know, if I could just get here, if I could just do this, if, if this wouldn't happen, if that wouldn't happen. And then you get to this space where I'm sitting comfortably on my chair with the fireplace and my nice home. And there's still things that I, that gnaw, that I wish I could do this, or I wish I could do that. And so what I recognize is that the stuff and the accomplishments and that, those are all really nice things. But at the end of the day, when you strip all of that away, you are really what you believe you are. Mm, mm. What you believe you are. And some days you believe you are enough. And some days you believe you aren't enough. And some days you believe that you aren't really living your truth. And some days you believe, okay, maybe I am living my truth. You are what you believe you are at whatever moment that, whatever moment. So you're asking me right at this moment, who am I without all of those things? I am just a little girl from North Carolina still trying to figure out life. Right. Thank you for that, Denise. Thank you for mm -hmm. that. Thank you so much. Mikey D, get in there. I think we're all in search of what's not really ascertainable, but the, it's almost like people say the chase is better than the catch. Whether, whether you're the junkie who's hoping that the next fix is going to be the one better than the last one, or you're the millionaire trying to become a billionaire. We're all chasing something and we're never going to actually get it, but we don't believe we can't get it. Mm. That's, I think, because that, that's the essence of life. When people become content, yes. they die. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're still in pursuit of something, right, that gives you the zest and the energy to wake up tomorrow because you didn't get it today. And even if you got it today, you're trying to get more of it tomorrow. So right. I think we're I think we're all in pursuit of what's not really ascertainable, but we don't believe it's not. That's why we keep chasing it. Okay. I, I like that, man. I like that. Yeah, the um the journey is better than the destination. The chase is better than the catch, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Sugar Ray. What say you? Well, I'm sitting here listening and thinking, and there's three type of people in this world. Either you the sheep, 
You the wolf or you the sheepdog? The sheepdog protect the sheep from the wolves. The wolves is trying to take advantage of the sheep and the sheep just walking around being sheep. He's just one of the three. I'm a sheepdog. Okay, you protecting the sheep. Okay. You already know it. Okay, hey, well, thank you so much, sheepdog. Appreciate that, deputy sheepdog. Stephanie, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you, Stephanie. Yes, I believe we're all a work in progress. We are healing from past hurts and traumas, feeling that we're not good enough. We're feeling that we are, we need to be more than what we are for some people. However, some of us are knowing now that we are more than enough. And that's where I am now. I'm learning that and I'm feeling it now for myself that I am more than enough. Okay. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I have one more, one more small piece of food for the table here because Frederick Douglass has this great saying, and I want to get everybody's input on what it means to them. Here goes. Frederick Douglass says, it's easier to build strong children than it is to repair weak men. Let that sink in. Nandy B, talk to me. Um, say that again. Frederick Douglass said, it's easier to build strong children than it is to repair weak men. Um, I think if you train the child, if you train a child when they're younger to be strong, they won't become weak men when they get older. Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Mikey D, what does that great Frederick Douglass quote say to you? I think what he's really saying is that children haven't been formed yet. So you're starting with you can start from the beginning with something vice trying to repair something that's already been formed and then you have to re reconfigure it re repair damaged pieces when you start with children they haven't been scarred or marred yet so you're starting with something fresh and new appreciate that appreciate that denise what does that quote say to you it's one of my favorite quotes. Um, it? It's good. Mine too. Yes, it's one of my favorite. I live by that quote. I actually teach um, based on that quote because I like mm -hmm. to do a lot of work around attachment theory. And most of who we are today has to do with who we were as children and yeah. how we were uh, raised and how what we saw um, <coughs> how we connected to our caregivers. Um, and so when those places are very broken, they indicate what we could look like as adults without self-reflection and self-awareness and uh, healing. Um, it is important for us to truly start at the beginning is one of the reasons why my daughter who's a psychologist says 
she she prefers working with children. And I used to ask her why. And she said, because it's hard to change adults. Mm. We have a better shot at getting them when they are younger than to try to repair them when they're older. Right. When you're older, you as an adult have to, first of all, be willing to do it. And it's very hard to get adults to repair themselves because many times they don't believe anything is wrong. Facts. Facts. So that's, that's, that is, like I said, it's one of my favorite quotes because I truly, truly believe it. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I found something that that was your favorite. (laughs) Yes. yes, (laughs) I'm coming to you, Sammy Sam. What does that, what does that great quote say to you, young lady? Well, to make it simple, um, it's hard. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Mm. Yeah, it's that's basically what he's saying. When you're dealing with the adult mind, you know it's harder to change to you know, to try to train. Let's just even talk about how hard it is for most of us who are in adults to learn a language mm-hmm. when a child who's four or five you know, can pick up that language like this and you can't stand them for that. Uh (laughs) You know, I have lived in two countries overseas. I've lived in Spain. I've lived in Bahrain. And I have just been able to leave with phrases that I've seen children come leave fluent, you know. Uh You know, so it's, it's, it's that, that's the basic of that statement is that it's easier to mold younger children, younger children into do you know into teaching them you know what you would like them to do than trying to train older established adults that's just the that's just facts okay period appreciate that that's what I'm, sorry i'm coming I was to chime in Go ahead. and say that in the same that's the kind of the same answer to the question that you had earlier i was going to say that we're all children in autopilot when we mm-hmm. think about the brain, we have the subconscious and the conscious running itself. We try so hard to do different things, but because we're programmed, like uh, Denise said, we continuously walk around with these voices in our head of what we should be, what we shouldn't do. So we're constantly being reprimanded or, or praised by our own programming of what we learned when we were young. So mm-hmm. we, without the labels or anything else, are just literally lost souls trying to make somebody proud yet not really realizing what is the task at hand to get there and when we're having a real human moment when we are feeling like we're we're what failing ourselves or others then here comes guilt and this is how you know addictions start that's how people isolate because they haven't done the work so it's hard as adults to actually transition into this label when we're still very misguided on what it is that it takes for us to actually accept ourselves, nurture ourselves like we want others to nurture us, but we mask a lot. And that's why it's, you know, the the, the training of an adult is different. We're just, you know, subconsciously being piloted. Thank, thank you for that, Patricia. You are, you are correct. I agree. We are definitely children <laughs> that have grown now that are on autopilot. We are. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Sugar Ray. Yeah, you know the statement. You know ever play with clay 
and you mold it while it's, you know, was still wet and you can mold it and form it to whatever side, you know, whatever uh -huh. side. And that clay sits there for a long time and then it gets old and brittle and you can't uh -huh. reach it. It starts breaking apart. That's the difference between the young mind and the older mind. You can mold the younger mind to do whatever you need it to do. But the older mind is a lot more harder to mold than it is when it's younger. Facts. Think of a house. Uh -huh. why, does, why, why does a new house cost more than an older house? Same house, same exact house. Because you can do things with that new house. It's got, it's got foundation. You can see future in it. This old house, you're just trying to survive in it. Right on. Right on. You got to do repairs and replenishments and all that. But the new house, you can do upgrades. You can you you can have a future with it. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Stephanie. With young children, like like everyone's saying, you can mold them. They have fresh minds. You can mold them into doing everything that the right way. When they learn it, they won't forget it and they'll grow up they grow up doing all these things that's going to be the good part about it but if you're an older person and you didn't grow up like that it's hard to change you know some people feel like like they said earlier they may feel like they don't need to change like if there's nothing wrong with them they're right. fine and they're stuck a lot of people say you're stuck in your ways you know that's the same but it's also true so when they're young it's easier to train them in the right way Yes. So we thank Frederick Douglass for leaving us with that intellectual property because it definitely still speaks. It's more resounding today than I think it was back in the day when he wrote it. So oh, yeah. I'm thankful that it was left behind and I'm thankful that we have our hands on it. And with that said, Nandy B, take us home. Every day is a learning experience. And podcasts like this, helps us to learn more, shed more, and uplift more. Everybody have a great night. Appreciate that. So let me Likewise. clear off. Thank let you. me let me hold on. Let me clear off this table. Hold on. Come on now. We we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we, we about order around here. You're not gonna just get up and walk away from me. We're gonna put some of these dishes away. Okay, as I close, <laughs> I am sure that there are listeners who feel that their stomach is full but there can't be any listener that feels that they are undernourished because we didn't have three, four, five plates full tonight. We didn't have about five plates because I, oh, yeah. I am <laughs> stuffed to the brim, belly busting out my shirt and everything. But this meal is complete. It was great. So many, so much ingredients, so much spice, so much richness, so much recipe from you all. Thank you so much. Until the next time we break bread, we hope that the next meal you have is with us. And when you do, you best believe the next meal isn't just on me, it's on all of us. Have a good night, America. Have a good night hey. across the world. Love y'all much. Thanks for tuning in. And we are appreciative of the new followers and we're appreciative of the new listeners all over the globe. We hear you, we see you, and we appreciate you. God bless. God Thank bless. You. Good night. Good night, Good night everyone. Good night. See y'all later. Love y'all.
Love you. Love you.